and welcome to Best Laid Plans. This is your host, Sarah Hart Unger, and this is the podcast where we talk all things planning and planning adjacent. And I can call this my slightly hoarse voice edition, so if I don't sound exactly like I usually do, hopefully I will by next week. I'm going to open today's episode with a wonderful planner piece submission. I don't think she necessarily meant it to be a planner piece submission, but there are so many planners in this world, and I absolutely cannot cover all of them on this show. So this submission mentions two planners I had never heard of and therefore had to go and look up. And so I figured I would just share her comment for two products that she's really had really nice experiences with this year so that other people can check them out as well, because I'm not sure if they'll ever make it to my review queue, which is just growing and growing. All right, here it comes from Amanda. I have two planners I used and really loved that I haven't heard you mention yet. The first is the Legend Planner. This is a really easy to use goal setting planner with pages for short and long-term goal setting. I don't know the maker, but I absolutely loved using it. I may go back to it next year. I really liked the goal sheets. It isn't too big, but it's bigger than A5. There are really thick pages and three bookmarks. There are a couple of different layouts available and also has a budget planner. So this is Sarah again. I looked up. This is available on Amazon. It appears to be quite affordable. It's interesting that she commented on the thick sheets because some people commented that their pens bled through too much. So it may really depend on the pen, but this is an option that I had not heard of that might be worth checking out. All right, this is back to Amanda. The second is the Living Well Planner. This planner has goal-setting pages and a budget system built in. Also, it breaks down one project per month and one main goal per month. There are thick pages and tabs for each month, a weekly layout with days that are arranged side-by-side vertically. It comes in a beautiful box, and I usually buy it on sale. They are both undated. So I looked this one up as well, and it appears to be offered by some kind of time management influencer, and it's really colorful and pretty. To me, it has some elements that kind of remind me of Moxie Life because there is some built-in goal setting, but with a little bit more kind of home task management content. So yeah, really cool, really lovely to see these options that I had never heard of. And just a couple more. I'll make sure to link to both of these in my show notes so that you can browse as well. And thank you, Amanda, so much for submitting these planners. All right, we are going to go into a little bit of exciting planner news. The first, you guys, I have talked about the Erin Condren whiteboards and how I've been upset that they haven't been available for a really, really long time. They are what we use in our house. I have a weekly kind of calendar layout that I put everything on and I still love it. The only problem is that it's a few years old now and because it is a whiteboard, I think it's supposed to be for wet erase markers, but I've always used dry erase markers on it to make things easier. So maybe this is on me, but it doesn't erase beautifully cleanly. So it just doesn't look entirely white anymore. And that kind of bothers me a little bit, unfortunately. So I was interested in what they were going to put in as an update. And what they're offering is not a whiteboard, but this time an acrylic board, which I think is really interesting because I imagine that clear plastic is probably going to erase all the way. I mean, Maybe not, but I have higher hopes for it. Anyway, they're offering very similar layouts to what they used to offer in the whiteboard, except there's no big wooden frame. It's just kind of a standalone, clear, acrylic, personalized system that you can put up on your wall directly. They're selling it for $98 and it comes in a colorful or neutral color scheme. And there is a monthly layout with a blank monthly calendar. 
There's a weekly layout very similar to what they used to offer in the whiteboards, and there is a chore chart layout also similar to what they used to offer in the whiteboards. So I may be checking out this weekly layout. The only thing I have to note about acrylic is that sometimes I've noticed if you're writing on a clear board and the board is a little bit off the wall, then there's kind of like shadows of the lettering on the board, which can make it hard to read. That is probably a ridiculous complaint, especially since I haven't even seen the item with. And the truth is, if it's very close to flush against the wall, it's probably a non-issue. And again, I have not laid hands on this product, so I'm definitely not trying to complain about it before I have it in my hands. But that's why I typically prefer white to clear. However, the clear could look really sleek. I could see how it could like, you know, match a room. I guess it is kind of problematic if you have a dark colored wall because then you wouldn't be able to read what was on this clear board. But you could always put, I guess, a white paper behind it or figure out some creative solution. So I'm super excited about this. I am thinking about ordering the clear acrylic weekly board to replace our current very smudgy kind of getting old whiteboard. And if I do, I will tell you all about it. If one of you gets it before I do, which is very possible because I'm not like rushing to replace what I currently have, I would love a little honest mini review from a user. So please let me know if you try out these new exciting products from Erin Condren. The second item I wanted to talk about was the Moxie Life launch. So I did a review of one of the Moxie Life products I don't know, maybe a year ago now. I believe it was either their six-month weekly or maybe their daily quarterly. I think it was the six-month undated weekly planner that I reviewed. And I liked it, although I like to be able to flip through my weeks very chronologically and the goal-setting pages kind of like got in my way a little bit for that. So it wasn't a total fit for me. But Moxie Life has a huge following. And I know that there are definitely some people who are thinking about switching from Cultivate to Moxie Life currently you know, for different reasons. So I think people were really excited about this launch. By the time this airs, I believe everything will have been for sale for a few days. But I was happy with the covers they chose for this year. They picked a watercolor sunrise, a chevron. I don't love that one as much, but there's other options that are great. A leatherette storm, which is super professional. I think that's great. I don't know that they always had one that was so neutral and that would look, you know, very much at home in an office or boardroom, which is great. And then a lilac floral called Blackberry Fields, which is really pretty. My only complaint about that one is I don't feel like it looks like Blackberry because it's lilac, but it's a cute name and a beautiful pattern. So I will excuse that. So I think they did a really nice job with these covers. And it sounds like they're going to be releasing a new version of their goal-setting companion notebooks with some nicer covers. So for those looking for a the goal-setting piece without the planner piece, they always offer that, but it seems like they've really taken that up a notch. And so I'm excited to see what that looks like. So that will launch just a few days prior to this airing. And I think that brand is going to do really well and continue to grow and thrive. They seem really responsive to the planning community and just always taking feedback and going the extra mile to make products that people are looking for. So I'd love to see that. All right, we are going to go into a voice question. So here is a speak pipe entered voice question from Jen. And as a reminder, anyone who would like can send me a voice question. You just have to go to the show notes page on the shoebox.com, scroll to the bottom, and there's an item that says speak pipe. And you can just leave your audio question or comment there. Or you can always just email me a voice file. That is super easy. And you can find my email on the contact area of my website as well. All right. So here's the question from Jen. 
Hi, Sarah. This is Jen. I have a question about shared electronic calendars like a Google Calendar. If there's a way that you designate an event that might be happening that you aren't sure if you're actually going to do it, but you want to remember that it's happening on a particular day so that your family doesn't get confused between events that are something that you're definitely going to do versus this is informational and we might do it if we have time. Thanks for any thoughts. All right. So I love this question, although I feel like my answers are really, really basic. So as always, if there are listeners that have really fun ideas to weigh in as well, please feel free to send them our way and I will make sure Jen gets them. So when we have issues like this, I do a couple of different things. Sometimes, I mean, this seems very obvious, but I'll just put it in our shared Google calendar with a question mark as a placeholder. But that doesn't really solve the problem of like, you know, two to three weeks prior, we have to decide if we really want to do this thing to commit or buy tickets or, you know, figure out what arrangements need to be made. So sometimes I actually do two placeholders. I might put something on the date and then maybe like the first of the month, a couple months before. I actually did this recently with the Renaissance Festival because my husband loves it and it's got a really wide variety of weeks that they're available and I didn't know when we'd want to go. So I put the dates of the festival in our calendar, but I also put a reminder, like an event two months before that said like, talk about which Renfest date we might want to go to. And so, you know, that's non-committal, but it means that closer to when it would become a commitment, we would be reminded to make that decision. Now, if it's not a shared thing, that's much easier. I just put that on the weekly view of my planner. I put it on the left-hand column and I do that all the time as like kind of a, what David Allen calls a tickler, a little reminder to myself to like, you know, think about something at a given time. The other thing is sticky notes are huge for this kind of thing. I mean, again, I feel so obvious saying this, but if you do have a large family calendar, and I have actually been playing with the essential calendar, which I learned about on the mom hour and finally decided to go ahead and try, it is so cool. You're able to see three months at a time and it's paper. So you get to like do this fun craft project every time a new season comes around. So I did do one for fall and this really does lend itself to like if there's some event we might want to do to just put a really colorful, obvious sticky note on there because then not only would it not block the time, but you know, we'd see it every time we look at the calendar. So we'd be reminded to discuss whether or not we actually wanted to go to XYZ event. So that's the physical version of the public calendar in a shared space using the essential calendar or the virtual version, just putting like an additional placeholder in Google Calendar. Again, totally open to hearing listener ideas as well for Jen. So let her know. All right, we're going to take a quick break to hear from sponsors and I will be right back. Organization always gives you time. Brian Tracy said a minute spent planning saves you 10 in execution. You already know this. That is why you follow Sarah and listen to the Best Laid Plans podcast. The Sunday Basket is a natural partner for your planning routine. The Sunday Basket contains and corrals all your ideas, paper notes, to-do lists, and mail safely until you're ready for your weekly planning time. The Sunday Basket system has been proven to save five hours each week once you establish a weekly habit, which usually takes four to six weeks. My name is Lisa Woodruff, and I'm the founder and creator of the Sunday Basket and the 100-Day Home Organization Program. 
Sarah and I chatted in episode 33, and she's been sharing her Organized 365 journey with you here on Best Laid Plans. Organized 365 is proud to sponsor the Best Laid Plans podcast. You can find out more about the Sunday Basket on sundaybasket.com or try our free seven-day mini course by going to organize365.com slash mini course. Today's episode is brought to you in part by PrepDish. If you're headed into a busy spring, and aren't we all, I definitely think it's worth taking a look at what PrepDish has to offer. I personally have been using PrepDish for years now to plan our family's meals. It is truly so much easier and better than what I could come up with on my own. Every Friday, I receive a new weekly meal plan straight to my inbox. This includes an ingredient list, a prep plan, and all the recipes you need for the week. There are separate plans for gluten-free, paleo, low-carb, and super-fast. And now they've even added a protein boost option. For years, we've been using the super-fast menu as a scaffold for our weekly dinner plans. I love that I can easily make adaptations or substitutions if I need to, but also the recipes are genuinely really well thought out and truly taste great. The founder, Allison, is offering listeners a free two-week trial to check it out. So this is a great way to see if the plans will work for you. Check out PrepDish.com slash plans for this amazing deal. Again, that's PrepDish.com slash plans for your first two weeks free. If you try it, let me know. I'd love to hear about it. You are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes in part from Jenny Kane. I love Jenny Kane, and I hope you love shopping there to support the show. When you do, visit JennyKane.com and use code PLANS for 15% off your first order. Mother's Day is just around the corner, and this is the perfect gift to treat all the well-deserving moms, moms-to-be, and mother figures in your life. Jenny Kane is a California brand through and through, and their staples make getting dressed easier than it's ever been before. Think minimalist and effortless, yet totally refined. This season, I am so into the beautiful dresses that Jenny Kane has on offer. My personal pick and what I'm hoping to wear all season is the Callan dress. I have it in the khaki color and feel like I could literally wear it to anything. And the best part is it's perfect for warm weather, which we have plenty of, but you could also layer it in a chilly air-conditioned space. I also have my eye on the day dress. It's such a classic silhouette. One thing you might not know about Jenny Kane is that they also have an incredible rewards program where you can earn up to 10% back with every purchase and joining is completely free. Find your perfect Mother's Day gift or curate your new spring uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code PLANS, P-L-A-N-S, at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code PLANS. Get yourself and the women in your life the best gift of all, Jenny Kane. All right, we are back, and I am back just to share a really fun listener idea with all of you. I mean, I feel like certain podcasters would want to keep this to themselves because they wouldn't want anybody stealing it. But honestly, if someone wants to steal this, that's cool. I mean, I could always do it. Maybe I will do it. But I wanted you to hear it, to hear if people had ideas about it or whether anyone has started anything like this. But this actually came from a listener and has been something that I've been percolating around in my head as well for quite some time. So a listener wrote in and said this, I'm a podcast listener and blog reader. I wanted to suggest an idea. Have you ever considered taking all of your planner work you've done and harnessing it using a, like a 
virtual assistant or a software developer that's freelance to create a searchable or filterable database of planners on your site. I'm thinking of how all the planners you've reviewed and how I would love to be able to browse that way by layout type, binding, etc. You could start with just a handful of features and build as you go. There could then be a planner profile page with an image of the planner, link to your review or videos you've referenced, etc. Oh my gosh, I think that is such a cool idea. I do think this could be a really fun way for people to find my site, find this podcast, be able to really shop for individualized matches for planners, etc. I hope that I can get something like this off the ground. If anyone has ideas for me, I'd love to hear them. I think that I'd have to start by aiming fairly low and not trying to include every planner in the land, but maybe like, you know, 10 or 15 brands. And then as I come across, just add them. And then if it was a database that was built well, you would be able to search. Okay, I'm looking for a spiral bound planner that's bigger than seven by nine that has a weekly view and is colorful. And it would actually just give you a list of like five options like this. This could happen. I hope this listener doesn't kill me for sharing it, but I think she was just trying to share it with me to help me. So I figured why not share it with you all in case some of you had ideas or know if there's already a resource like this available. If not, and if others would be excited, I am going to get to work and try to move forward with this planner base, as I've just named it. Sounds like so much fun. So thank you so much for submitting. All right. The next thing I wanted to talk about, this really is a mixed bag episode, isn't it? Is planning on Fridays. Okay. So The other podcast that I do, I co-host with Laura Vanderkam, who's a time management expert, and many of you listen to me there, some of you don't. Either way, many of you probably know that Laura wrote a book called Tranquility by Tuesday, and it was released about, well, two weeks ago when this airs, and it's awesome. It is filled with all these research-backed nuggets of how you can basically make your life more fun and more tranquil, and it's a really fun book. I got to read it ahead of publication, and I really enjoyed it and learned a lot from it, even though I work with Laura all the time. Anyway, so one of the tenets in Tranquility by Tuesday is plan on Fridays, and I was always a little bit resistant to this, like, well, I don't have time to plan on Fridays. I am at work. I am very busy. This cannot happen, so I plan on Sundays, but then I also feel like my weekends tend to feel a little bit rushed. I'm often tired on Sunday afternoon after my long run and after hanging out with the kids and doing whatever we're doing. And I don't feel like doing all the home maintenance things. I never feel like putting the groceries away when they come, etc. So I had a Friday. It was actually during my call week and it was really slow. I just kind of lucked out. And I decided to spend an hour during lunchtime just planning our meals for the next week and ordering the groceries. And they came home Our nanny was actually able to help put them away because they got home before I got home from work. I know that's a very lucky setup to have, but I also could have ordered them for when I got home from work. So I could have done it that evening when I have more energy. And it was just amazing because we have more fresh food in the house for the weekends. I don't feel like I'm rushed to, you know, set up my shopping for the weekend itself. Like my meal planning's already done. For those of you that use Prep Dish, she does send the email out on Friday. So you're able to have all the information you need to use those menus. It was great. I'm in that weekend right now and I'm just really enjoying the fact that that was already done. And when I did the meal planning, I started to look at the week's calendar as well. And I realized that the following Sunday, so like nine days from the Friday, was totally open. And I started to send some texts about, you know, future playdate arrangements, which I probably wouldn't have done on the Sunday because again, I'm just trying to get the essentials done when I'm planning at that time. And so I think it actually really aided my 
planning abilities to do it earlier than I usually do. And I don't know that I'm going to be able to accomplish this every Friday. It really depends on what's going on at work. Usually Fridays are a half-day clinic for me. And then the afternoon is more administrative time where I can call back 9 million people and send you know result messages and such. But you know sometimes I do get done and there's time to get some other things done. So this would be a really wonderful way to make my weekends a little bit less stressful. And I encourage anybody else if they've never tried it and they think they might have even 30 to 60 minutes on Fridays to do some planning for your home life to try it out. All right, I have just a few more comments in this potpourri episode. The next is a random love of the week. So I don't always do loves of the week on this podcast. We do them on the other podcast. But maybe I should because there are just so many wonderful products that could be showcased on Best Laid Plans. And I am in love with this notebook from Kokuyu, which is a Japanese company that's available at JetPens. Looks like they also have some things available on Amazon and I'm sure many other outlets. They're the makers of the Jibun Techo system, which I think is a really wonderful planning system, kind of a Hobonichi competitor, as you will, although I'm sure there's many people who use and love both. And the Sufa notebook, it's spelled S-O-O-O-F-A, is kind of like their higher-end notebook, and I think it retails for about $13.50. Kukuyu also makes this super popular and inexpensive campus notebooks, and so this is kind of like a little upgrade from that. It's a spiral bound with a really narrow spiral. I think it only has like probably 50, 60 pages in it. But the spiral is soft. That's, I think, where the name Sufa comes from. And as a left-hander, I can just compress that thing and it doesn't hurt my hand and it doesn't get in the way of my writing and it just feels so good. And the paper is just, ooh, it's beautifully smooth, but not like too slick. And it's really not very smudge prone at all. My Klenas, I don't think they have one smudge in that notebook and I've just been using it as like a daily notebook. So I'm kind of obsessed. I will link this as well. I don't have an affiliate link with JetPens. JetPens needs to get on that. Um, (laughs) So I get nothing from sharing this, but I just want you to know it is such a cool notebook. I really like it. All right. And then finally, the last thing I just wanted to talk about was that, you know, I've been going through some crazy transitions in life right now. As you guys know, I have changed my work schedule, but I feel like I have had this expectation in my mind that the moment things change, that life would be different and I'd all of a sudden be the successful creator with a business. And like, duh, apparently things don't work out this way. And I'm looking back in this past two weeks in which I've been quote unquote part time and I basically had one free day, one free day in which I probably did podcasting stuff. So it wasn't even really a free day. So I guess I would just say if you are going through a transition that I'm trying to remind myself that it's going to take time to figure this out and I should not spend, you know, hours and hours focused on this like perfect future, but still remember that I can balance planning for the future versus enjoying today and enjoying this transitional phase and enjoying some more quiet and not rushing to succeed or make a certain amount of money because, you know, we're going to be okay and just kind of take things step by step and not rush. So I don't know. I just kind of wanted to share what was going on with me in that part of life. And like I made an analogy, which is like, instead of obsessing about your running training plan in the race, don't forget to think about today's run. So sometimes I forget to think about today's run. I'm so busy looking at, you know, what the long run looks like three weeks from now. Or I'm looking at my patient schedule for four months from now. And it just seems like so many patients, but you know, one day at a time I can handle that. And I've done it before and I'm good at it and I like it. And yeah. 
So sometimes zooming in is helpful, even though I love planning ahead and zooming out. All right, that is my deep thought for the week. Please keep your planner piece submissions coming, especially as people are trying to think about their 2023 planner stacks. I know I am going through many different iterations of my potential stack the closer we get to the end of the year. I have not committed yet. So keep those coming. Keep the questions coming. If you have a product that you think is amazing that everyone should know about, then keep those coming as well. And I can share them just like I did with the beginning of the episode and Amanda's submission. I hope you all have a wonderful and peaceful week as we are in this fall season, or I guess spring for my Southern Hemisphere listeners, of which I know I have some. And I will be back next week with more planning fun. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.